Good evening, everyone. Welcome to CNES Sportscast Green Bay Packers Edition. I'm your host, Pop Sam Darren. Let's get started. So Tuesday, we went over the offensive prospects, um, the takeaway, and players that would be good fit, good fits for the Packers, um, whether it be free agency or the draft. Um, so t- today, we're going to go to the other side of the ball and defensive prospects. Um, so I gave you a little preview um, earlier this week of Kenneth Murray and Neville Gilmore. And so those are the two that we'll start with. So first, we've got the Oklahoma linebacker, Kenneth Murray, who is arguably behind Isaiah Simmons, one of the best linebackers in this draft. He ran a 4-5-2 40-yard at the Combine, um, finishing actually in the top 10 uh, of the fastest linebackers. Uh, I believe he, he went in at number six. If I had to polish one thing on him, I'd polish his tackling. Um, he's very aggressive, but he's a wild tackler something that can easily be uh, fixed in the NFL. Um, and not, I don't see that being much of an issue. Um, I, per, I would personally prefer him over Patrick Queen. Patrick Queen is very talented, do not get me wrong. Um, but the one thing that worries me is um, he didn't really soar up the boards until the college football playoff. You could even argue he didn't even soar up the boards until the national title game because that's when he, um, that's when he went off. Um, so that's why I like Kenneth Murray a lot better. And the Green Bay Packers are a team where um, the, the one thing I look for in prospects is reliability. And Kenneth Murray is a guy that is reliable. He's been healthy for well over the majority of his career. And honestly, like there's been I did uh, see a mock draft that had us trading up from 30 to get Kenneth Murray. Depending on who else is available, I would not be opposed to that. I think Kenneth Murray would be a great fit to that Mike Pettin defense. And I think Mike Pettin, I think Mike Pettin is coaching for his defensive job this season. Um, a lot of people, including myself, are um, a bit surprised um, that they brought him back um, for another year. Um, to me, um, before he started in Green Bay, he's never had a defense that was not top 10. And... Um, you have positions like Blake Martinez and Kyler Fackrell, both up for deals, and it's looking like they're probably going to let both of them walk. Um, we already know that Blake Martinez is um, heading into free agency, and it's most likely it's it's not it's looking like Kyler Fackrell will be doing the same as well. So that leaves the linebacker position one of the bigger holes to fill on that defense, and Kenneth Murray would be a great fit. In addition, I would also sign a linebacker. And we'll move over to um, free agents. So there are several free agents available, um, several talented free agents available um, at the linebacker position. And one of the main names that stick out is Corey Littleton from the Rams. And the Packers have struggled. Um, I guess Blake Martinez, linebackers are a tough position to learn in coverage and at times. And... Blake Martinez didn't really excel at that. And he's now asking for a 10, 10 or 10 plus million a year. I would give him half of that. I, I don't think he's worth bringing back. I think he's easily replaceable. And Corey Littleton would be a great replacement. You get Kenneth Murray in the draft and you get Corey Littleton. Um, someone who, again, he's always reliable. He's consistent. 
and he can excel in almost any coverage you put him in. And a lot of the film you watch and the 49ers are, it seemed that the Packers have struggled with all, like the entire season. And they got blown out against them the first time they played them in San Francisco. And they got blown out against them again in the NFC title game. And Raheem Mostert, a guy, like I mentioned before, um, had he was cut by six different teams. He was an undrafted free agent. And he put up four touchdowns against them. And if you go and watch the film of Corey Littleton, um, he shuts down that Niners offense. And I think as a Packer fan, as as Packer fans, I should say, that's something that should make us very happy. And Corey Littleton should be one of our top priorities. Um, the next one is Joe Schobert. Joe Schobert, to me, makes a lot of sense um, because – he not only fits, but he's a Wisconsin native, and he would bring him back to his hometown. He went to bring him back to his home state. And uh, this is another guy that has been consistent and is continuing to get better. And the last one, um, before we move on to the interior D-line, is Nick Kwiatkowski. Or Kwiatkowski. <laughs> Sorry. Excuse me. Um, this is a guy to me... Um, He's kind of a slept-on free agent um, at the linebacker position. Um, uh, he's coming off a one of his better years. Um, he's actually, yeah, he's coming off last year in 2018. Um, he, he's he's only missed he's missed less than 10 games. I should say he's missed almost a little over 10, but he's he's a very reliable player. The past two years, he's been healthy. And um, he's a reliable player. To me, he's coming off a career year as well um, with 56 solo tackles and 76 combined, eight tackle for losses, and three QB hits. And this is a guy to me that very much, if he's cut by the Bears, he may cost, um, he may be a little bit cheaper um, in cost for the price than guys like Joe Schobert and Corey Littleton, um, which. I would prefer Corey Littleton. Corey Littleton would be at the top of my list. But with the amount of holes that we have to fill on this defense, I would more than be I would be more than happy to ha- to uh, settle for Nick Kwiatkowski. The next position is the interior D line, and my other preview player um, was Neville Gilmore, another Oklahoma, um, another Oklahoma native, and his best year was in 2016. Um, he had a little bit of a down year his second year, but he's still a guy that's, one, he's always reliable, and two, he's a consistent player that will he'll show up on big games. And the Big 12 is not really known to have, um, to have elite defenses. And <laughs> even Justin, even LSU can even show for that. Um, the Big 12 is not, if, like, like I always say, if you're not in the Big 10 or the SEC, your conference is not that impressive. The ACC is arguably um, probably maybe the third or fourth best conference in the um, overall conference in the in college football. But even though the Big Twelve is not really known for having defense for having elite defenses, Oklahoma um, has done a very nice job this year producing guys like Kenneth Murray and now Neville Gilmore. You put Neville Gilmore alongside Kenny Clark. You have Dean Lowry, who is now um, with his extension, who to me, like I mentioned before, still has to live up to it. 
Um, that that's more depth. Interior defense, interior D line is a position to me for the Packers that they need to build more depth. They have Montrevious Adams, who to me I think he has yet to show his potential. I, I think he's talented, but he he hasn't shown it. Um, I do think we're going to see um, quite a bit more of Kingsley Kiki this year as well, um, coming into his second year from Texas A&M. Um, so, actually, I forgot to mention this guy. Um, the linebacker position is uh, Zach Bond. And I guess I'll ask you this. If you're a Packer fan and Zach Bond's available at 30 and you have you have Kenneth Murray um, – you have Kenneth Murray and Justin Jefferson taken. And Zach Bond's there at 30, who to me, I think he will be at 30. Although I do think it's possible he hears his name called day one. Do you take him? Um, I, I, to me, I think it depends on who's available. Um, Zach Bond, to me, is a very, I, w- I don't want to say underrated, but he's a guy, he's almost like a do-it-all prospect. prospect. Um, that's what a lot of teams have been saying in the sense that um, you can stick him. I think he'll excel one in the right system and you can stick him anywhere. Um, he excels mostly on the outside. He's kind of an outside edge guy. Um, but you stick him in the middle on the inside. He's more than capable of doing it. And his film shows at Wisconsin, he's coming off a career year. Um, this is a guy that has sat behind the bachelors have been not only known for having talent on the offensive line, but they're also known for having quite a bit of depth, quite a bit of depth at the linebacker position. And Zach Bond to me is a guy that you can stick. Um, he's he's a guy that can play more than one position on the line, and he's almost like like he said, and other analysts have told him, he's almost like a do it all prospect. Um, so the next one for interior line, sorry, I keep kind of keep going out of order here. Um, is Damon Harrison. Um, so yesterday, um, we had Christian and I had the topic of if you could sign any free agent for big, if you had the money to sign one big name free agent, well, who would it be? Christian said, Austin Hooper. I said, Chris Jones for my explanation. Um, we need depth and you put Chris Jones and Kenny Clark on that front defensive line. Um, that, that'll be a top 10, um, they're going to be top in the top ten with giving up the least amount of yards. Seeing as they were, that's a that's an area that they struggled with. Is not only that they, they don't have depth, um, but also um, they finished at the they finished at the bottom half. And go watch the the Raheem Mostert game against in the, the NFC title game against the Niners in San Francisco. That is a great like a great example of that. Chris Jones would improve on that substantially. The Chiefs did just franchise tag him. Um, so he's the guy I would sign for um, at the right price. I think he would cost a bit much if they trade for him, um, which is why for Damon Harrison, I do think Damon Harrison would be cheaper. Um, I kind of surprised a little bit of people or a few people um, that he was cut. And again, interior defensive lineman is one of the top priorities that we should be addressing. And, um, David Harrison would be great. He's a veteran guys can learn off of him and that provides more depth for that interior defensive line. 
another linebacker that I think is slept on in this draft is Malik Harrison out of Ohio State. This guy not only screams consistently, but he's powerful, he's aggressive, he excels in all the coverages that the Packers had that most, some of the coverages, I guess, almost most, if not all of them, that Blake Martinez um, tended to struggle with at times. He's coming off a career year at 49 solo tackles and three and a half sacks, and he's playing in the Big Ten, arguably one of the best conferences, the second best conferences in college football. Um, this is a guy, he's very, I think he's underrated and there's another prospect. I wouldn't call the edge rusher in need. Um, but the edge rusher, I would like to talk about next, but Malik Harrison, I think is a slept on guy. Um, I'm not saying he's a day one prospect, but I can see him going earlier in day two than some people think. And for the edge rushers, um, the edge rushers to me are, Edge rusher position to me is a position that one, you need depth, and two, it's a position that you can almost get in, can't get enough of. It's like baseball, it's like pitching. You can never get enough of it. And the one slept on edge rusher um, in this draft, <coughs> excuse me, to me, is um, Jonathan Greenard. And to me, he's slept on because. He's she transferred to arguably the SEC, arguably the best college or conference in college football, and you could argue that he had a career year. Um, Florida had one of the most elite defenses in college football, consistent, very talent like con- elite talented defenses. Excuse me, in college football, and Jonathan Greeter is a guy that. Um, he could. He has a lot of. I see a lot of potential in him. I think he has the potential to be almost an, like an instant playmaker. Um, I think he slept on um, quite a bit, and I think he could go. I think he has a chance to go earlier as well. And um, he did. He had a. He had a wonderful combine. He excelled um, in the combine um, as well. Um, so. Before we wrap things up, um, I'd like to talk about the um, safety position. And um, the one guy that stands out, and Mike Pettin likes to utilize guys, and Christian did bring up two weeks ago, uh, actually, excuse me, last week, um, that um, the idea of Grant Delpit to the Packers. And it's, I wouldn't be, I don't know, I... (laughs) To me, I like Xavier McKinney better, um, but at the same time, I think we have bigger needs day one. But you, you never know. You, you really never know. Uh, Mike Pettin likes to utilize guys. Um, Josh Jones is a good example. Um, unfortunately, he did not work out. Um, but the, la- the last player I'd like to talk about is the safety, um, Kyle Duger. <coughs> um, he's a guy, not only plays safety, you can stick him anywhere in the secondary. Um, he can play corner, he can play safety. And if anything, Josh Jackson is probably one of our most raw cornerbacks that we have right now. And it would be interesting to see what trade value he has. I can't imagine he'd have a whole lot. Um, Kyle Duger not only had a great combine, his name, he made a name for himself in the senior bowl. Um, he was one of the big standout players and, you never know. Like if Grant if Grant Tell Pitt's there, if 
if uh, Goot likes it for Matt for that Mike Pettin defense, I think it's it's possible. Um, I would compl- I I would rather have guys like Kenneth Murray. I would I would partly complain depending on who um, who else is available. Again, we're picking at thirty. I do think it's a chance that we trade up um, for Kenneth Murray. But then again, um, I also see it possible because they they did say um, according to reports, um, Brian. Gutkunst did say um, that they're going to acquire both the pass catcher um, in the draft and in free agency. So that could be Justin Jefferson at 30, and that could be um, acquiring a pass catcher, maybe like Austin Hooper. I know he's a tight end, but still he's a pass catcher like Austin Hooper. Um, so anything can happen. Um, I, I, I do think it, um, I do think it's more than possible that the Packers, the, the Packers do trade up from 30, um, depending on who's available. Uh, look what they did with Darnell Savage um, last year. Um, he was an underrated prospect, and Goot said a lot of people said we reached for him, and you got to trust the process. Um, Goot said he wasn't going to be available, and I think that was it was very possible. I think that was very much possible, and. Um, yeah, there might be some reaches this year, but every draft is a reach. So, um, yeah, I think we're more than capable. I think, I think it's more than possible. I should say that we do trade up from 30, whether that be guys like Kenneth Murray, um, um, or even staying at 30 for picking, picking guys like Justin Jefferson. Um, so I think the wide receiver position is going to be a big key one on offense and, I do think the linebacker position and the interior defensive lineman position uh, will be two big holes to fill, um, whether that be in the draft or free agency or both. Um, I think if we sign Corey Littleton, I do think we need to add depth in the draft. That same thing goes for interior defensive line. Say we draft Neville Gilmore um, or even Jordan Elliott out of Missouri. Um, not quite the guy I would prefer. Um, he's not as fast as Neville Gilmore. Um, but then again, anything can happen. It's the draft. Um, say we pick Neville Gilmore, you go and sign a guy like even Dontari Poe. Um, Gerald McCoy's up, but I'd imagine the Panthers have both those guys up. I'd imagine they will do everything to keep at least one of them. Um, so, yeah. So that will end it. Um, thank you for joining me this week. Um, we are one step closer to the draft and the draft is one of my favorite times of the year. Um, it's going to be very fun. It's going to be very exciting. Um, these next couple weeks up until the draft and I'm excited for you all to join us. And so that, with that being said, um, give us a follow on our Facebook at CNS sports podcast our Instagram is CS Sports Feed and our Twitter is CS Sports Feed too. Uh, give me a follow on, on my Twitter, um, Sam underscore Daring, D E H R I N G 68. Um, so, with that being said, thank you for joining me. I will see you next week, Monday, or I'm sorry, excuse me, I'll see you next week, Tuesday, for another edition of Green Bay Packers. And Christian John will see you tomorrow to end the first week of our rebrand um, to talk Brewers spring training. Um, so with that being said, uh, thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Pop Sam Daring, and I'll see you next week.